0: New Year and welcome back to When the Dust Settles. I know I was a little bit absent at the end of the last year, but our projects got really, really busy and something had to give. Sadly, it was the podcast, but it was only for the last month or so. And now I'm back full throttle every week from here on out. I hope everyone had a really nice Christmas. It felt really hectic. I don't know whether that was because we've been basically not really doing Christmas fully for the last couple of years due to the awful COVID. It kind of felt like everything just got flung on the plate all at once. And seeing friends and family and trying to do a full-on Christmas just felt really busy and overwhelming. I don't know whether anyone felt the same. So Christmas is over and done. We're in a new year. I hope everyone has decided on their resolutions. And what you may want to be doing to your house, maybe you've taken some time over Christmas hanging out at home and been looking around thinking, oh, I really want to change that up or, oh my God, this is really driving me mad. We have something actually that we're going to change. We made the mistake, my husband and I, of getting just like a double bed. I don't know why we did that, really. I don't know why we thought that would be okay, size-wise, in our bedroom because, yeah, okay, I'm quite small and he isn't sort of huge or anything, but he sleeps like a caged animal. I've never known anything like it. Um, Why can't men just sort of turn around normally in bed? Why do they have to sort of levitate up in the air and sort of slam back down like a... Pro wrestler, or something, but that is the situation we generally have, and we have been sleeping so badly for so long now that um, our New Year's resolution, brought about, about mostly by the breakdown of a marriage, is to get a bigger bed. So that is our New Year's resolution because we have to, in order to fit that in, we have to change our coupling situation around a little bit, give ourselves a little bit more room, a little bit less closet space. So we're gonna to have to forgo one for the other, but. Times are hard, and that's what we have to do to actually get some sleep, especially as now we've got a three-year-old that thinks that the bed is partially hers as well and seems to have picked up the sleeping habits from her father. So that's our New Year's resolution. I'd love to know what yours is with regards to the house or anything. Anything, really, you know, sharing's caring and all that, being accountable. If you tell me the resolution, you never know, you might be more likely to do it. But outside of our bedroom and into the world of work and LFF studio. There are so many exciting things happening this year that I can barely contain myself to tell you about them, but I can't tell you about them yet because they're not all finalised. But what I can tell you is that I'm really happy to be back doing the podcast for you. I'm really happy to be back getting on with projects, new and old and current. And... I can't wait to be able to share new news with you so be sure if you haven't already to click that little follow button wherever you're listening to this podcast because this is where the majority of the news will come out first you'll be able to catch me weekly on here if you're doing a renovation if you know anyone doing a renovation if you're starting even thinking about renovation this is going to help you if you're not doing any renovations then we talk about lots of other things as well and I'm sure you will find interest no matter if you're just updating or doing full project work. So I hope you all had a great 2022 and 2023 is where it's at. So without further ado this week's podcast is going to be for all of you that are right at the beginning of starting renovations and house projects and I mean right at the beginning like you're just about thinking when are we going to do this and what do we want to do because last year made me realize I mean it's always been the case but again I think because COVID put things on hold and there's so many issues with shipping and supply chains and all this sort of stuff I think a lot of people don't quite realise what sort of time frames you need to look at if you're taking on a bigger project. By a bigger project, I mean renovation, like a full renovation, kitchen extension, loft conversion, things like that. COVID m- made a real boom in the home renovation market. And that led to builders being super busy because some projects were pushed back. And then everyone also wanted to start projects. So last year, finding a builder in any reasonable time frame was near on impossible, as you may have found. Maybe you're listening to this thinking, yeah, that was me. Uh, my build's been delayed till this year. Maybe that's a good thing because also prices went up last year over so many different sort of categories. Wood went up hugely, plasterboard went up hugely, plaster went up hugely, all sorts of things led to people being very surprised about pricing things that I priced and then people came to me kind of you know three four months later and wanted to get going a lot of those prices had changed quite a large percentage upwards which wasn't great but I think maybe now this year things will start to calm a little so if your project was held off last year don't be too sad about it because you might actually end up getting things a little bit cheaper this year so people don't necessarily always realize the cost but more so they don't always realize how much time a lot of these things take and the process that you want to do things in in order to make things run smoothly and also ultimately to save you money because when you do things in a rush and you don't give yourself enough time You don't give yourself enough time to mull over decisions that you're making or to fully think about practicalities of the designs that you're implementing. You also don't give yourself enough time to gather multiple quotes or to wait then potentially for a more affordable item. This goes right down to ordering things last minute. This is not the time to be behaving like you're back at uni and your projects due the next day and you realise that you have been procrastinating and putting things off and cleaning the kitchen sink instead of doing what you're meant to be doing and then you start your project at midnight and you hand it in and it's a load of shit. This is not the time for that. Like, if you suddenly realise you don't have all your tiles on site when your builders start Doing your bathroom, for example, you're going to have to pay for speedy next day delivery. And then you're going to have to do that on your grout as well. And then before you know it, you've whacked another 150 odd quid onto your budget just because you left things till the last minute. So, I mean, that's on the, that's quite a lot of money, but it's still on the smaller end. But on the bigger end, you, know, you might be left with the only option being the most expensive builder quote because they're the only ones that can fit you in or Tyler quote, or glass uh, window quote, it can go, you know, anywhere. If you have time on your side, then you're going to save money and you're going to make better decisions and you're going to end up with also exactly what you want because some things might not be in stock when you want them. Some things, the lead time might mean you have to make different decisions and that means you didn't ultimately get your first choice Item. So I think it's incredibly important. And in order to go over some of the timelines you might want to think about, I thought I'd put this together today to just outline how long you want to leave for certain things and the order in which you might want to go about organizing, thinking about, and ordering stuff. So, where do you actually want to start? I mean, it's going to be no surprise that. I'm going to tell you, you want to start with the design. You want to sit down and really think about how you live your life, what you do every day, what's important to you, what's not important to you, and then think about the big design decisions um, when it comes to the flow of your home, space planning where you need more space, where you need less space. And this is these are thoughts that you want to have before you speak to your architect or at least during if you're using an architect because architects won't always think about how you're actually going to live in your home. They have so many other things to think about when they're putting things together. That is often the case why architects and interior designers work together because we bring the more living, feeling side to the 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 build rather than the sort of design and the structural and everything that has to be complied with and etc but you will know a lot about this because it will be your home and your life and you know how you live it so you have to have a little think about that and give yourself a little bit of time to think about that as well make some notes go away come back to them try and be mindful in your day-to-day in order to make that list really really relevant and then you can think about that when you're looking at the architect's plans and you can also take certain things to the architect that you know you want involved and incorporated because you've had a good think about them now an architect will most likely have a bit of a lead time could be a couple of weeks could be a month or so They'll obviously have to come round, then they'll have to go away and do drawings, and then there'll be a first revision, and then maybe a second revision. So I would allow a minimum of six weeks, four to six weeks, from start to putting in planning for this stage, if you're going to get an architect. Now, planning varies depending on where you are in the country and different times of year. So... It might be an idea to have a call to the planning office just to see what their general turnaround times are if you're really trying to put a timeline together. But generally, again, I would allow uh, another um, probably six to eight weeks, I would say, for the planning to then come back. Now, you want to do your structural calculations ideally after the planning has come back because if planning says that you need to change anything, you don't want to have to redo those drawings. So once you've got your planning in, then you can do your party walls, you can do your structural calculations, you can see if you need to get Thames water involved, you can speak to your building regs, all this sort of boring old paperwork stuff that comes in before you even fully think about what you're doing inside your home or who you're going to get to do it. So again allow another couple of weeks for that depending on the size and complexity of your job and then and then it's time to further flesh out and don't get me wrong you can do this the fleshing out whilst you're waiting for planning very easily so if you think about the design of your home a bit like layers really you've got your your walls and your fundamentals like the design of your windows where they're going to be the layout the space planning the type of windows and doors that you want and then the next layer is going to be your finishes that you want to think about because finishes have lead times certain finishes need certain trades to do it now, your builder, who you choose, might do all of it, or you might have to work with separate people. So, say that's a marble fabricator; they're going to have a lead time. If you get a separate tiler in, they're going to have a lead time. If you're doing something like micro cementing in your bathroom, you're probably going to get the separate tradesperson in to do that. He will have a lead time. Uh, a lot of the time, flooring is done separately, not by your builder. So, whether that's engineered wood or carpet these people will have a lead time and remember on wood and carpet, it's not only the lead time of the fitters, depending on what you want, what material you want it's the lead time of that material as well. So that specific color wood or that specific carpet. These are also things that you're going to want to get, you know, two, three, four quotes on in order to come to the right decision on, on trades and budgets and things. So, You can't get a quote until you know what you want. And the colours aren't quite so important here, but what is important is what the material is and how it's going to be put down. So for example, if you're carpeting your stairs, is it going to be a runner all the way up or is it going to be wall to wall? If you are doing your kitchen floor, is it going to be tiled or is it going to be a wooden floor? If you're tiling your bathroom, is it going to be a big marble tile, a 60 by 60, because that's going to take less tiles and less tiling time than a mosaic or a cement tile or hexagon pattern, things like that. So these are the things that you need to start pinning down now and you need to check the lead times of both the products and the trades because tiles, some of them can take especially if they're coming from Italy or something they can take weeks to arrive and then if they arrive and half of them are broken and then you have to order more you want time for that too that's the other good thing about starting a bit early is a when well a the decisions need to be made because you need that to get your builder's quote but b once the decisions are made and once you can get ordering and you know the lead times you know when to order it in time for it to get there so that it's on site exactly when the builders need it and builders generally want all this stuff on site or accessible at the beginning so that they can then plan their own timeline and no mistakes are made and they know the thickness of a tile and what what fixings are needed for x y and z so we want everything on site when your builders start and knowing the lead times is going to make that possible furthermore if everything's on site and can be looked at at the very beginning then you have time if your tyler says no 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 we're going to need way more tiles than that or some are broken or like we had not that long ago the toilet came with the wrong fixings and you don't know this stuff until it arrives there's so many parts to a build and so many things coming in and going on that you're always going to get these things happening you're always going to get some breakages you're always going to get the wrong product turning up you're always going to get something that's slightly wrong size you're always going to get something that's got wrong fittings or the fittings that the plumber hasn't seen before or the back of the shower control is going to be too deep to get in the wall that they've made there'll be something like that i think the margin is about 10 percent generally on any build so Don't get downhearted if you start getting things like that. It happens to the best of us with the most meticulous planning in the world. Things are going to happen. There's just too many moving parts. But getting early and knowing your timings and being on time with them is going to limit that enormously. So you've decided what tiles you want where, how much of it, Whether a bathroom is being tiled or not, whether you're having wood throughout the downstairs floor or not, you've got your architect's plans, you've got your structural calculations, you've got your planning, you've got all this information, you've got your floor plans and measurements. And then you can go to your builders and get a much more accurate quote. You do want them to come around and have a look. And builders that aren't interested in coming around and having a look or aren't interested in your scope of work you shouldn't progress with that because they can't give an accurate quote and that just means the price is going to change and fluctuate similarly you've got to make sure that you're coming to the table with all of your information as well if you want past first fix which is basically where the paint starts to go on and the tiles start to go on and the toilets start to be fitted um, everything on the side of the walls that you can see then you need to be specific about that and um, you need to detail it because otherwise your price is going to be added to and and also it's a really good scope of reference to make sure things don't get missed when you're in the thick of it because there's as I say there's a lot going on in these projects so make sure you've got everything together go to your builders you want to again at least three to four quotes then you'll really see the span of prices and I guarantee you'll have one that's huge one that's too good to be true and then two that are roughly middly and then it will be down to just who you like the sort of feel of and ideally you want references from people that you know or who are acquaintances that have put people forward that is the best possible way you're going to get a good builder is if someone has actually given you word of mouth recommendation for it. Don't always trust check a trade and this sort of this this that and the other. And if you can, go and visit wherever they are working at the minute or a past project or something to have a look at the finish because builders vary hugely in terms of finish. and if you think they're really good with the build, but not so good with the finish then maybe get someone else to finish it off you know you can get separate decorators separate tilers whatever and sometimes sometimes that's a better way of doing it it, it really depends on how good the people are that that builders have on their books for these things so then you can get your prices and then you're going to have I mean that's gonna probably take a couple of weeks to get in, and then you're going to have to deal with their lead times. So when you get your prices, you ask the builders when they have availability to And you'll often find that if they're a half decent builder, you're gonna to have to wait two to three months um before they have a space for you minimum. So again, as soon as you can get that rough scope of work. You don't need to put the paint colours that you're going to have on the wall. You don't need to put the type of skirting board yet. You don't need to put the type of light switches or plug sockets. You just need to know that you're going to have a X amount of plug sockets. You're going to have X amount of light fittings. You're going to have skirting in this room, coving in this room. That's all you need to know. You don't need to know the specifics in order to get a quote. And then when you're waiting, while you're waiting for your builders to start, you can choose these items and check their lead times and make decisions on things like that. Also, probably once your builder starts, depending on the length of time of the project, you want to have a look at things like booking in and choosing curtain options and stuff like that. Curtains take around four to six weeks generally if they're being made. So you want to make decisions and have that ordered sort of, you know, halfway two-thirds of the way through your your project if you don't want to have a wait the other end. Similarly, really long lead times come with glass as well, crittled-style doors, bifold doors. Actually, bifold doors aren't quite so bad, but you, you will find, depending on what you want, there might be some very long lead times there. And also sash window replacements, they have some big lead times too. Last year, they really went up big time, and if your builders aren't putting in the windows which if they are, great, fine but if you're getting a separate company to do it you want that done very early on before any decorating starts so you're going to want to factor in that lead time too and probably get them booked in before the builders even start in fact most definitely before the builders even start so again just just the same as getting samples getting samples, getting samples get lead times, get lead times, get lead times <laughs> Burn those things into your mind and then your life is going to be a lot easier. So working backwards then, let's say you want to start in the summer. It's good if you're doing anything with open ceilings or scaffolding. Summer is best because you don't run the risk of terrible weather. Well, actually, having said that last summer, I don't know, we've got the heat to think about this time as well, haven't we? But hopefully, you don't run the risk of terrible weather putting a halt on things if you do stuff in the summer. So, really, if you intend to have a summer build, you should be starting now, or at least doing all your prelim thinking work this month. Hence, why I made this podcast the subject that it is to try and give you a little kickstart into getting started and thinking about all these things. If you intend, to be in your place at the end of summer or even into the winter months before Christmas. Now, if you have any form of build that you want done by Christmas, start almost as early. Christmas is a right ball breaker for getting things finished by winter comes people start to get ill then you get the Christmas cut off times and just because it's two weeks of festivities which don't get me wrong I am like the biggest Christmas supporter you will find but the world seems to think everything ends so you will get delays and you will get postage issues and you will get people off sick and people leaving early and people going home for Christmas all these sorts of things and it's such an emotive time you just don't want to be dealing with that so if you want to be finished for Christmas aim to be finished by mid November at the latest because you won't be finished by mid November at the latest then you'll be finished by end of November probably and then you'll actually have be finished get the cleaners in get sorted get moved back in with some time before the big day. You may think that I'm crazy talking about Christmas now Christmas 2023 when Christmas 2022 is just gone, but that is the truth of the matter, I'm afraid. And everyone wants builders to get in and to get finished before Christmas. So you will find it really hard to find tradespeople if you haven't booked them in early, if you want a Christmas finish date. And other than that, the things that can hold you up, other than all the ones I've been talking about, for you to keep an eye on is uh, not enough of an item. Make sure you double check how much paint you need, whether your tiler is providing grout or not normally they don't and that often trips people up also whether your uh builder is providing a top coat of paint again normally they don't and that often trips people up too so both in budget and in timeline but if you think about it like clearly they can't include paint unless you know exactly the type of paint you want for every single room because paint prices obviously fluctuate a lot um Things going out of stock. If you decide you want something, buy it if you're really certain on it. We've had a lot of problems lately. For example, with Soho Home, their stuff goes out of stock. I mean, this isn't finishes, this is furniture, but their stuff goes out of stock really quick. So if you see something that you like there, just grab it. Tiles can go out of stock as well. And then you've got a really long lead time, depending on where they're coming from. And similarly, slabs of marble that you might want. You can always purchase these early, and normally the yard will keep hold of them until you're ready, or your fabricator will. Slabs of marble are quite, you know, unique. So if you see one that you really love, grab that, or someone else might. Also, if you're trying to be clever with anything, like, for example, trying to fit different flush plates on a toilet, or getting different uh, plugs for sinks or overflows for baths, stuff like that. You really want to get them early and get them on site and get your plumber to take a really good look at all of them to make sure everything fits together and all the pipe sizes are correct and all the connectors connect to make sure they can actually work together. Otherwise, you're going to be having a hold up there and your plumber will go off and work on something else whilst you try and source something that that fits and works and you just don't want to budge job in those in these situations if you need to change your mind or, or think again you again want a bit of time to do that rather than rather than not um and uh, again mistakes when ordering you know or mistakes with the company sending stuff out too you know if something's the wrong color you have time to send it back if something arrives broken you have time to send it back if something arrives and you just don't like it and it doesn't look the same as it did online most of us buy everything online now uh and and if you didn't weren't able to get samples of it you know it might not be the right color you might have got bath taps from one place sink taps from another place shower from another place and you wanted them all to be the same brushed bronze and they looked like that online but they come and one of them's like this sort of disgusting shiny yellow honey color you're going to want to do something about that so time 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 it's what we all want to be honest it's the most sort of modern day luxury thing that we all don't have enough of and if you can buy yourself back a bit you're just going to be a happier person happier all round happier builders happier you and a happier home because you won't look at something and think oh god I wish I didn't rush that So that's everything I have to say on that. Um, That's me over and out. If you know anyone planning a renovation this year that you think could be helped by this bump of information I've just chatted about, then please do give us a share. If you are doing projects or you're interested in changing bits of your home or just in general, then please do give us a follow wherever you listen. And don't forget, if you need a hand with budgeting, there is our renovation toolkit part one, which is a budget sheet with loads of pre filled information about things you need to think about and cells that add up automatically to give you a hand putting your budget together. We are also putting out an example scope of work template that you can use as well to, again, make sure you don't forget anything when you're going to build us for quotes. And you'll find the link to that below and also in our group on facebook which is ain't nobody like a homebody you can post anything up there that you might want to ask me and i will answer it we love seeing pictures of your projects as well so get in touch on there or get in touch on instagram or anywhere else where we are have a lovely week and i'll see you next thursday